Forget your troubles. Come on, get flabby. Welcome back to Cliff and Kendall Coast to Coast. This time, there's no stopping us. Kendall, we're gonna do it. This is Cliff and Kendall Coast to Coast. What a wonderful show everyone is thinking to themselves as they hear it, as they also think, oh, thank God it's my magic time. T G I M M T. Ain't no stopping us now. Nope, no stopping we're us. In the groove. We're in the groove. Get into the groove, everybody. Uh, Cliff, as you so elegantly put it, it's our magic time. They don't call me old eloquence for nothing. <laughs> that ain't all we call you, but <laughs> but we'll stick with that for now. Uh, all Cliff, right. This week, we are talking. This week? Something, <laughs> something that we know a little something about. Movie sequels. Oh, I thought you were going to say being morbidly obese. No, again, that's been really the category of every show since we started. But That's uh, really the genre. You know how they used to put that on the spine of the VHS tapes? That's yeah. what it would say on ours, morbidly obese, where well, others uh, might say comedy, action, it's like, or something like that. As I go through, like, when I'm looking through Netflix, and it's like, time travel TV shows. I'm like, that's an odd category. This is like, obese podcasters. That That's right. our genre. And you, you click in it, and then there's a whole bunch of subtopics. A lot of subtopics and a lot of subtext, but that's not what we're here to talk about this week, Kendall. What did you say it was? Movie sequels. <laughs> Movie sequels. That's what it is. Oh, Hollywood's best idea. We're counting them down. Did we even say it was a countdown? <laughs> you know, countdown or not countdown. Every episode is just so special, so unique, such a love letter to life itself it that is. it doesn't really matter so yeah we are talking about movie sequels and we're going to count them down this was so hard and kendall i've got a few rules for us okay oh now the rules rules now <laughs> a warning <laughs> now that's what i was trying to think of now a warning <laughs> <laughs> now some rules all right on the countdown we can only have one sequel from any single franchise oh yeah okay? I, I i silently in my head agreed with you to that rule before we even started so there you go all right and there's no ties or nothing weird like that it's just a straight up countdown boy do you know me or what because i <laughs> i already started i thought earlier to say like well these three are tied for this number and i just see you knew where i was gonna go now, you knew in your heart that I would block that. <laughs> I would veto. Well, <laughs> I'm glad you started the rules portion of this so we can 
be a little bit more on the same page. Okay, speaking of the same page, pick up your page and a pen. Because I want to put 30 seconds on the clock because here's what I think we need to do. I think we need to think about each other and try to guess each other's sequels. And then at the end of the show, we can revisit this list and and see who guessed the most of each other's sequels the the rightest, and that person wins the show. Oh my God! Okay. See, we We're have to do our now? own. We have to, yeah, we have to do our own game show because Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Turning Mr. Snowbottom, they're on this game show, which we'll tell you more about yeah. in a minute. Stay tuned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. we have to make this episode sort of like a game show itself. All right. So three, two, one. Go. You guess mine. I'll guess yours. Wait. Oh, so we're we're writing them down though. We're not saying them out loud. Right. Write them okay. down because we're gonna find right. them okay. later. Okay. Uh. Well, shit. Um. And if you guess none of mine correctly, of course, I will be greatly offended. Well, so here, I just just so listeners know how high the stakes really are. Okay, I am done. I think wrong as usual, but done. So <laughs> that's all we can ask for, Kendall. That is. All right. Oh, 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 can you believe that we're so honored to be invited to be contestants on this game show, this cooking game show? Oh, what will they think of next? Oh, I don't know. They they keep thinking of things to honor you with. You're just you're the honorary dignitaries of Fizzy 111, I think. Now we're at a, a local television station here on Fizzy 111, and. This is, I mean, they really, it, it's really basically just chopped from the Food Network, right? That, that you're doing. And you, you guys are a team. You've got to m- cook something with oh, mystery yes, ingredients. Yes, you will. Well, they, they're giving us mystery ingredients and we must together put together, and the two of us put, must put together a meal with that special ingredient for the judges. And they're going to judge us at the end to see who's the winner. <laughs> oh, yes. We're about to begin the appetizer round, boys. Ooh. Ooh. I now, hope you can make your signature rye raisin roundies, dear. Oh, I that hope, is on the list, dear. <laughs> oh, yes. I hope rye and raisins. I hope those are our mysteries ingredients oh please oh. lord well you know i i know that they know if mrs P- mrs potter butter butter turns on this show they're like we can't use rye for a mysterious ingredient because she will just ace the whole thing i know well and you know on chopped it's always they put something weird in there like yeah a- asparagus tips and bubble gum or something just bizarre so get ready. They're I gonna hope throw they you don't a- use asparagus tips. You know what it does to his bowels. Oh, 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 my bowels. They heard you say asparagus. Oh, whoops. Oh, oh. oh I really hope it's not that. Right. Oh, it looks like the, uh, who is that? Is that the assistant director or is that just somebody? They're they're waving you guys over there. Oh, they want you yes, on dear. set. Oh, well, we'll, we'll be there right away, dear. Uh, but Mr. Stoddbottom, hurry, let's go before we're disqualified. Oh. Oh, oh, dear Lord, please don't let us become disqualified. We're coming, dear. I've got my... Oh, now, I was going to ask if we didn't have time if we could be judges as well to sample some of this food. 
I don't think so because they don't have enough ingredients to make portions large enough. No. Well, and they did make it very clear that they wanted us way far away from the studio set so they wouldn't see our booth in the in the cameras. I know. We are like basically over in the corner and next to these big trash dumpster things where they, where they put the leftover food and, you know, the potato peels and stuff well see i think they just didn't want us detracting from the excitement they you know because you know we steal the spotlight all the time wherever we go and they didn't want us you know stealing the spotlight from their show well it would be weird if you're watching the show and you're watching the the three teams cook their appetizer or whatever and then you suddenly see like this these two Santa Clauses in a booth. <laughs> like you'd be like, what? What? Who are they? What's their story? So uh, I can ooh, understand. Early Christmas episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But of course, Mrs. Potter, butter, 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 Mr. Snowbottom. They're playing for charity. They're giving all of their winnings if they win to Black Lives Matter. So we yeah. wish them well, and we hope that they're going to win. And you know, if anybody can win, and Mrs. Potter, butter, 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 and then Mr. Snowbottom, he'll he'll be chopping or whatever that she needs chopped. Yeah. It's called Chopped for Charity. We didn't even mention that. But yeah, so they're... Chopped for Charity. They're going to win, you know. She's amazing. She's an amazing cook. And Mr. Snodbottom is is pretty good as well. And he's good at assisting, so... He's very good at assisting. And you've seen him. I've seen him <laughs> over at their house when he's chopping. It. He, and he's, yeah. it's a blur to see. It's very... As, as long as there's not any asparagus tips, he'll be fine. <laughs> well, so long as, you know... Different ingredients, different strokes for different folks. Mm-hmm. All right, Kendall, I'm going to flip a space coin. I wish and you would. see who starts off this <gasps> countdown. All right, you call it in midair. Heads or tails? Okay. Tails. Uh, Ooh. It is tails. You begin. Oh, I was afraid I would have to begin. Okay. Let me see where to begin. These are so difficult. Uh-oh. Sequels. Everybody loves a sequel. Listeners, will we mention your favorite sequel? I hope so. I hope that we do. You know, everybody... Uh, first movies are good, but a really a really good movie. You just want more, more, more. So, right. what are the ones where we came back for more and they left us wanting even more? Well, Cliff, number 10 on the list is one that I really love. I hope that you love it as much as I do. And it left me wanting more, and luckily more is on its way these days. Uh, Cliff, that is Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. Ooh. Did you love it? I have a feeling we're about to embark upon a most unprecedented expedition. Once they made history. I must see to it that you die. Now, they are history. Bill and Ted are dead. Welcome to hell. It's the Grim Reaper, dude. How's it hanging, Death? But they're having one hell of a time. This is not what I expected this place to look like at all. We got totally lied to by our album covers, man. Taking in Excellent. the Excellent. I, of course, loved it. Okay, I thought so, but... You never know with these countdowns. I get so nervous that we're going to have a big blowout on the show. <laughs> blowout. No, Kendall. I don't think there'll be any sort of blowout like the outdoors on our room temperature <laughs> countdown. I have learned from my mistakes. <laughs> or anything else like that. Uh, okay. I stuck with movie sequels at least today. And, yeah, I can wait for you to be like, Batman Begins. No. <laughs> okay. 
But Kendall, tell us Take more about list. Bill and Ted's bogus journey. What what did you love uh, so much about it? Well, Cliff, first of all, I loved that they died and they met death. Like that was just the best. And they there were so many, you know, just when you thought when you watched the first Bill and Ted, you're like, how could it get any crazier? They just went. They was in a. They were in a time. Uh, I mean, a phone booth traveling through time, meeting all these historical figures, and they're like, oh, we got it. We're gonna go to hell. We're gonna go to heaven. We're gonna meet death. We got robots. We got aliens. Excuse us, dude. But is there any way we can get back? You may challenge me to a contest. J seven. You have sunk my battleship. Best two out of three. What? Enjoying the family. No way! Invading the present. I totally possess my dad. Battling <laughs> the future. You metal, dude! Excuse us, but your shoes are untied. We got it all. It was pretty much everything I loved packed into one movie when I was a child. Excellent. I'm playing my air guitar for you over here. Kendall. It was bogus, Cliff. It was bogus. Well, bogus is bad. So you, it was, a, it was an excellent movie and an excellent choice. Yes, I'm just, I'm just quoting the. Movie oh, okay, there, that was yes. just a movie quote. Um, um, uh, uh, but yeah. So and now we got Bill and Ted's uh, the sequel coming out soon. Have you seen the trailer for it? I, I've seen stuff about it. I don't know oh, that I've sat and watched the trailer. Oh, there's the trailer. Check it out. I can't believe you just mailed death! And meeting their maker. Guy, congratulations on Earth! Not to mention your other great planets. Mars, Jupiter, Uranus. It's the comeback of all time. Bill and Ted's bogus journey. It's a trip. Alright, that's number 10, Bill and Ted's Oh, all right. <laughs> Number nine. Where do we go from here? Where do we go from here? All right, Kendall. Number nine. This is one that it's a sequel to such a beloved movie. Maybe the most beloved movie of all time. Oh, I think I know where you're headed. It is the sequel... To the Wizard of Oz, it's the yes. return to Oz. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. From 1985. Now, one thing that they changed, they took out the songs and they added terror <laughs> to the movie. This summer, Walt Disney Pictures presents a motion picture fantasy adventure beyond your fondest imagination. You'll be transported miraculously back to the enchanted land of Oz, that magical kingdom beloved by young and old for generations. It's just a yellow brick. No, Belina, you don't understand. This was the yellow brick road. You'll share with Dorothy Gale the shock of finding everything mysteriously changed. What's happened to everybody? It is very terrifying from start to finish. From yeah. the beginning where Dorothy's sent to an asylum to receive shock <laughs> treatments. 
to the return to Oz, which is like looks like a dystopia, looks like America 2020. It mm-hmm. is, uh, it, you know, everything we're, we're living crumbling in, in to the ground, and a, a woman, a queen, who has <laughs> interchangeable hands. <laughs> oh, it's it's so great, and I love the way you put it. They were like, you know, how could we top like Technicolor and musical numbers? Like, let's go with terror. Yeah. Just, uh, and you'll delight with her discovery of four wonderful new friends who band together against a wicked queen and the dreaded Gnome King. This is the Oz you haven't seen before. And this is the Oz you'll want to visit again and again. I, I don't know what they were thinking. It did. It it not only terrified me as a child, but it also just made me love it that much more. It was such a wonderful sequel. I watched it over and over. I watched it not too long ago, actually, because I just needed needed a, a kick of extra Return to Oz in my system. <laughs> it is, and it's just... You know, all your favorite characters are mostly frozen and not in the movie, except for Dorothy. <laughs> but, you know, they you have other substitute favorite characters. You have a different Scarecrow who has yeah. the jack-o'-lantern head named Jack, who's, who's sort of a early Jack Skellington type. Yes. Mm-hmm. And you got TikTok. A different Tin Man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, TikTok is if uh, Cliff and Kendall. He's sort of the Cliff and Kendall of <laughs> Tin Man. Cause he's no wonder I liked him so much. <laughs> so rotund. And I did. I watched it not long ago, too, and I was watching him walk around, and I thought, that looks like how I walk. He's just plodding, yeah. plodding, plodding. And he easily runs out of energy. And he does. And, it, <laughs> and also, it's this sort of a Cliff and Kendall move. There's no Cowardly Lion, but there is a couch with a yeah. moose head on the front. So, yeah, you're right. That was, There was all the characters, uh, you know, basically. They, just, they were stand-ins. Stand-ins. But, you know, it has its own unique terror and horror charms. From Walt Disney Pictures comes a whole new world of entertainment. Why don't we just fly back to Kansas? Return to Oz. About it, and you know, luckily most things turn out okay in the end. Now the spoiler alert. But you need that's this is the kind of movie I want the spoiler of everything's gonna be okay, don't worry. Yeah. Because it is so frightening from start to finish. But I loved the Mountain King. Uh, Mountain King, right? Oh yeah. Um and like the, the Gnome King. Gnome King, that's right. And the, the little things he ate that were like rock sort of uh-huh. cupcake things. I remember even Limestone Limestone, yeah. Cakes. Thank yeah. you. I don't know why I can't remember this. As a kid, like I remember thinking even though those are rocks, those look really good. Those look so good. And I remember thinking well, they should have made those as a as a tie-in with the movie. They should have. And in, and in the movie, Jack, he asked Dorothy how they are. And she says, oh, they're okay. Yeah. So 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 we would have probably loved and She was them. real thin, yeah. She was like, they're okay. They're real sweet. <laughs> uh, she was still full from the lunch she got from the lunch pail tree. Yeah. Oh, which speaking of, look, they're unveiling the mystery oh. ingredient over there. Oh, oh we got to see what it, it is. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, rutabaga. Rutabaga. Oh, I don't know. Is she going to know what to do with that? I don't know. Uh, what is that? What's that other thing? What's Mr. Snodbottom pulling out of that basket? <gasps> is that, oh, is that anchovies? Anchovies and a rutabaga. Oh, and a baguette, a French baguette. Oh, and a jar of mayonnaise. And a jar. All right. Well, plus they have all the ingredients <laughs> in the kitchen, so I'm sure they'll make a great appetizer out of that. Good luck. I'm sure she knows what to do with that. So Ooh. We'll see. She's sort of standing there holding 
those anchovies, like, what the hell? But I'm sure <laughs> she's going to get it. She's going to get it. She will. All right. Um, so. Uh, uh, moving on with our countdown. Moving on, baby. We're moving on up. Moving on down. <laughs> number eight, Cliff. Number eight. Number eight. <gasps> I'm going to go with something that's probably a little bit more on my list and not as much on yours okay. since we're, we're way up higher on the list still. Uh, I'm going to go with. Any moment, I'm going to tell you what I'm going to go with. Oh, I know what to go with. Cliff, one of my favorites as a kid, Weekend at Bernie's 2. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Did you love the sequel? <laughs> you are going to have to refresh my memory how, how the oh. sequel went. I was hoping you would say that. Are you sure? Yep, that's him. America's favorite stiff is back. That's Bernie Lomax. I recognize that smirk anywhere. But this corpse has a job to do. I found this in Bernie's wallet. It's a key to a safety deposit box in St. Thomas. That's the two million bucks that Lomax stole. It's noted as a personal entry. Account. What does it mean? The only one who could get in is Bernie Lomax personally, and well, he's kind of dead right now. We go back to the morgue. We get the body. We go to St. Thomas. No. We take Bernie to the bank. So they're packing him up. Because I can't wait. To refresh your memory. So, in the second one, it picks up mere days after the first one. And Bernie is in a morgue. And they have decided that if they go back and steal the body, they can take it to the Bahamas, where there is a locked deposit box that need that he needs to sign for. So they steal his body, stuff him in a duffel bag. However, they don't know that the voodoo uh, uh, high priestess from the Caribbean has already sent two people to go steal the body as well to get this money. <laughs> yes, oh, it gets better. And they have to do this ritual to bring him back to life. But they lose the chicken in a porn theater, and so they go find a pigeon to use as a substitute for the voodoo spell, and it only brings him back to life whenever music's playing. So that's when he does the Bernie dance. That's where the Bernie dance comes from, where he's doing that weird dance. I think I'm gonna sit down. Thanks. Get in there. And heading for the islands. Whoa, downward. Whoa, back out. But they're about to discover. Raise this man from the dead. He will lead you to where he has hidden the money. That Bernie Lomax is more popular than ever. Two guys, they're taking Bernie. And he walks toward the money. So it is beyond absurd and crazy and Barry Bostwick from our favorite uh, movie um, uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show right. is in it and it's just the craziest movie you've ever seen I loved it so much and, it, and this is not a joke in 6th grade I talked my teacher into having a movie day we watched <laughs> it and I brought it in knowing nothing about that they were in a, an adult theater film in the beginning that went over my head to this day until when I watched it again I was like oh shit but it did like Bernie goes flying by and pulls off these two ladies' tops, and they were just like, breasts were hanging out. Oh, no. And I remember looking back at my teacher, and she was like, um, is there anything else like this coming up? And I was like, um, no, I don't think so. Oh, so I'm sure God. she was like, why did I let him bring this movie in? But I love sure. it so much. He was supposed to be here guarding Bernie. Why would I have to guard a dead man stuck in a two-foot refrigerator? He's got style. Why is he now? He's so cute. He's got charm. How did you happen to meet old Bert? In the conga line. He's just got no soul. I just saw a dead man walking on the bottom of the ocean. 
But that never stopped Bernie. Go! Bernie? Paris Who is that? He's our boss. He's dead. Don't worry about it. From being the life of the party. See, Arnold, he's not afraid of you. You're the bravest guy I've ever met. Weekend at Bernie's too. No one does dead like Bernie. Oh, weekend at Bernie's too. Was there ever a three? Oh, unfortunately, Cliff, no. Fortunately, uh, no. Only needed two, but there's still hope. We could still write a, a sequel. You know, they're making everything these days. Honestly, they should do Weekend at Bernie's three, where they now where they dig him up and he's like a skeleton. Oh, see. Oh, please, please, if you're listening, Hollywood. We'll write it for you. Wouldn't that be great? Yes. All right. Free ideas, Hollywood. Take them up. <laughs> All right. So what was oh, that, that number? That was number eight? That was number eight. Yeah. All right. Number seven. seven. Oh, okay. Kendall, you know, one of my favorite things in life, family values. You know this about me, oh, right? Oh, that is. That, it's right there. It's in your bio, I think. It's in my bio. A strong believer in family values, especially <laughs> when they're Adam's family values. Oh, yeah. Yes, they are. Now, that's the one a minute ago. I was like, oh, I forgot one that I have to add to the list. It was that one. Oh, well, Adam's family values, you know, the Adam's family, they do what they want to do, say what they want to say, live how they yeah. want to live, play how they want to play. And things are no different in the sequel to Adam's family. And it really, I watched this too not long ago, and it's just. He has my father's eyes. Gomez, take those out of his mouth. He's an adorable little baby. Fine. Rub it in. Children. Why do you hate the baby? We don't hate him. We just want to play with him. Especially his head. You'll meet someone, someone very special. Someone who won't press charges. Great. It's mainly two stories. The story of Wednesday and Pugsley at summer camp. And uh -huh. the story of the Black Widow killer, Debbie, <laughs> who is trying to kill and marry and kill Uncle Fester. Yeah. Isn't he a lady killer? Acquit him. Women must follow you everywhere. Store detectives. And the stork flew down from heaven and turned into a baby. Our parents had sex. So, and it's so fantastic. And okay, do you remember? This is some. Trivia quiz time. Okay. Movie begins with Morticia giving birth to the third Adam's child, the baby. Remember the baby? Yeah. You remember the baby's name? Oh. I, I, I was afraid that's what you were going to ask me because I, I don't. I, I think they say it once in the movie. Oh, well, no wonder I haven't heard What is it? Pubert. Pubert? Pubert, like pubic. Wow, yeah, I don't even remember that, even when you say it. Pubert Adams, young Pubert Adams, where is he now? 
<laughs> There's a sequel. There's a sequel. <laughs> Pubert, the college years. <laughs> they call. They call. Oh yeah, but I love my favorite part about it. Probably is well, it's, it's ripe with many riches. The Adams family values. Oh yeah, it's got but the great Thanksgiving. Even though it's middle of summer, they do a Thanksgiving play <laughs> at summer camp. Where Wednesday sticks up for the Native Americans, and it's yeah. so great. Um, Christine Baranski and that other oh, guy yeah. from Ghostbusters are <laughs> the terrible camp counselors. And but my favorite, oh part yeah, 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 him, yeah, is Janos. Wasn't that his name from Ghostbusters too? Yes, yeah. <laughs> I just watched Dracula Dead and Loving It last night with him in it, and I was oh, trying to remember okay. his real name. <laughs> But my favorite part is Joan Cusack as Debbie, the killer, who's yeah, trying to yeah. get rid of Uncle Fester, but he just <laughs> won't die. Well, you know the Adams. They love death. They're, they're, you're not going to get them with death. You're not going to get them with death, yeah. If she'd have been really smart, she would have brought in, like, uh, cute, cuddly puppies and things. That would have got him. That would have got him, Kendall, when you do the, the reboot. <laughs> Write that well. down. We're, God, we got a lot of things to work on. Um, 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 I, yes, I agree with you. I love that movie. As a child, I loved any movie that had Christopher Lloyd in it. Oh yeah. And so, and I still do. I still, he's my hero, and I love it. And I loved that they picked him to play Fester Adams. I just loved it. E- even though the only qualm is he's not fat enough, but you know, they, well, he, he's so good that it's all. We were too young. We were too young. If they would have made uh, Adam's family this day and age, they would have said, "Hey, can Cliff and Kendall, can the two of you squeeze into a costume and play one big, huge, fat person?" Well, I think really what they would do is they would just get us to both play Uncle Fester in the way that Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen both <laughs> played Michelle on yeah. Full House. That, that way, they could uh, uh, they could film while the other one of us is sitting at craft services eating, eating. right? You know, yeah, or, or taking a food Love nap afterward. Love it. All right, Cliff, and I would love to keep going on the countdown, but before we got a little business we need to attend to. We've got a little business. Got to ask you a question. Got a little business. What would I do? What would I do? What would I do? What would you do? W-W-I-D-D. Oh, it looks like Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Churn. It looks like she's making some kind of casserole that has rutabaga and anchovies. Oh, and baguette. Look at what she did with that, uh, the mayonnaise. She made like a anchovies compote with the uh, mayonnaise and the uh, anchovies. Yeah. Oh, oh, and see, she's, what is she? She's like browning the top with that uh, fire thing, the flamethrower. <laughs> that, that is a butane torch. Right, 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 right. <laughs> that that flamethrower thing. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think she's going to win this round. I th- oh, we see knew good things she happening. would. Knew she would. She's the best cook out there. Darn uh, I mean, Look at that sheep farmer over there. He doesn't know what hit him. He doesn't know. Oh, he's making, he just, like, is making some sort of soup out of everything. I don't know. Soup is not an appetizer. I think soup is an appetizer, but let's not. Oh, shit. I've been doing it wrong. <laughs> oh, no. That's why All they right. have soup and salad before <laughs> the meal. An appetizer is a big, huge plate of your main course. That's what I deem as an appetizer. Appetizers Cliff, should be a plate full of fried stuff, like fried green <laughs> tomatoes. Yes, yes. Cliff, you are walking through the woods, Ooh. weirdly enough, and 
you realize that everything is just starting to look a little different. Everything looks different than what you remember it looking when you came in. And you try to go back to town, but you realize that you have time traveled to the 1500s. You're wearing modern clothes and you're starving as usual. And you go into town and people are just looking at you like you're crazy. And they're like, how is anyone this fat in the 1500s? And you just don't know what to do. What the hell are you going to do? Well, in the 1500s, somebody would think I was royalty for being this <laughs> obese. So Give me a turkey leg. Yeah, they would ask, they would say, are you are you the prince of somewhere? And I'd be like, yes, please get me a <laughs> robe and a cloak and a big thing full of fried green tomatoes. I love it. I think that would be no problem at all. I love it. Look at you. All right, Kendall, let's say this. One day, you wake up, you're in your beddy bye there, and you've woken up, oh no, but instead of limbs, you have no arms or legs, but they've been Ooh. replaced by tentacles. You're half man, half octopus. What would you do? Hmm. So I've only got four tentacles, not, not eight, right? I mean, maybe you have two where each you know, limb was. Oh, okay. So first I would sing a beautiful rendition of Poor Unfortunate Souls. In pain, and then, in need. <laughs> I would, you know, I mean, I think it'd be pretty interesting because not only everybody would be like, I could, I could, first of all, I could join a traveling circus and be like, the octopus man. But think of all the things you could do with tentacles. Like they got all those suction cups on all the food I could pick up. I'd be like that octopus in uh, Roger Rabbit, where he's like picking up stuff and like serving all those people at once. I could be a bartender. The, the mm-hmm. things are, the opportunities are endless. I could I could really be a great magician then. Mm, I'm thinking more you were right before when you said bartender. But yeah, that's good. <laughs> so I would I would love it. I would embrace it, yep. and I would be I would be the best octopi I could be. All right, love it and embrace it. All right, what's what's the next one? Oh, my turn. Cliff, you are approached by a mysterious man who says he will give you... Uh, well, hold on for you. Listen to the rest before you're making faces. And he says he will give you a superpower. You can either will people to do whatever you want uh, uh, when you uh, tell them to do it, or you can speak to the dead, or you can have immense strength. One of the three. What power do you pick, and what do you do with that power? Uh, you pick the first one, obviously. Okay, yes, I, I agree. And you know, you get your own TV show. I love, it. I love that, I love that you, because I was thinking like, what would Cliff say he's going to do with this power? And I thought of a million different things that you might say, but you went straight to television, which is where it's at. It's where it's at. And you could have had me on as an octopus guest. It'd been great. Well, you could be the octo- You could be my Andy Richter. Oh, I love it. How about oh, that? we're going to have a great show. Or more, really, you wouldn't be my Andy Richter. You would be my John McDaniel, who was the sidekick to Rosie on the Rosie O'Donnell show. Oh. Who was behind the piano, you know? Yes, yeah. Or I, I, what's his name from uh, David Letterman? Um, Paul Schaefer. Paul Schaefer, yeah. Yeah. I'll get me some weird looking glasses and my octopus tentacles. You'd be a huge, fat Paul Schaefer. <laughs> All right, Kendall, let's say this. One morning you wake up, you're in your beddy by there, and you wake up and <gasps> you've got no limbs. They've been taken off, no <laughs> arms, no legs, and they've been replaced by testicles. Ooh. What would you do? 
Oh no, Cliff! Now there's a, a different story. <laughs> um, I mean, Ooh, just think of just try walking around on those. That's what I'm thinking. Like, think of all the pain I'm gonna have every time one of those testicles gets hit, and think of all those testicles are gonna itch, and I'm not gonna have anything to scratch them with. <laughs> oh man, I guess I'll just I'll be a ball boy for the, for, <laughs> for the sports team. I don't know. I don't know what to do with that. You've really put me in a conundrum here. <laughs> I guess I could be a, an underwear model, and I could put on like six, four different pair of underwear. And uh, show all different styles and what your testicles will look like in them. Oh, I guess you could, Kendall. There's always a market for people with bizarre bodies out there. <laughs> no, I'd probably be a big, huge porn star. It'd be, I it'd guess be a whole different category that nobody would heard of. It's like, oh, I got testicles everywhere. They're like, look at all those testicles. Could you imagine if, if people did, if we had 10 testicles? Just distributed all, all over our body. Wouldn't that be no. just the weirdest? Two is too too many. Two is too too many. <laughs> oh, okay, my turn. Your turn. Flip. You passed the testicle challenge. Thank you, thank you. I've always wanted to, to pass the testicles. Cliff, you go to a party and the host says that she has an all-you-can-eat pasta table. You're of course very excited about this. You look over and you see that she has just thrown all kind of cooked pasta right onto the t- tabletop with lots of different pots with different kind of sauces and you're just supposed to scoop up whatever pasta you want and garnish it with that sauce you're still intrigued you're still happy so you don't you know you just go over you start heaping on pasta on your plate uh and right after you get it all nice and full like a big plate that we enjoy somebody comes up and says don't eat that she got all that pasta out of the dumpster she's been going around collecting dump- and that's why they- she's throwing it on the table to make it look more appetizing what do you do well, you know the difference between you and me is that you won't eat food out of the garbage, and I will eat food out of the garbage. We're yin so, and yang. I, we, it's a yin and yang situation, folks. <laughs> I would, you know, because I'm sure that she washed it off, and maybe she, you know, recooked it in a pot or something, and I'm sure it's fun. You got the sauces, or they're going to overpower anything, you know, bad about it. I think it's great. Who are you, the Queen of England? You won't eat a little pasta from a dumpster? Come on. No, I've got testicles all over my body. I can't be eating pasta out of a dumpster. You'd be begging people, please scratch under my my testicles. (laughs) No, not those testicles. Not the other ones. The one on the top left. Kendall, Uh, here we go. Who but a satanic genie has come upon you and he curses you. He says, Kendall, for the crime of doing a very annoying podcast for over a decade, you, every day for the rest of your life, you must have one of the following two items and eat or drink them a lot every day. Either iced coffee or fried okra. You have to have a huge serving every day. What would you do? I would die. No, not a choice. <laughs> I, I think I could handle iced coffee over okra. Uh, of the two, that is the less of lesser of two evils. Okay. Uh, okay. Because still, it 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 may be cold and I may hate it, but it tastes like coffee. Whether whereas the fried okra tastes like fried snot, and I don't think I can handle that daily. Oh, but so. you could put ketchup on it. Oh, cool. There's not enough ketchup in the world. To hide the slime on that okra. <laughs> oh, when you you sent me that picture 
of all the fried foods we talked about in one collage. And I was loving that picture and drooling until I saw the okra and then I threw up all over everything. <laughs> and you were reminded that it was number one. And then I threw up again, just to, for good measure. <laughs> all right, if that's what you would do, then that's what you would do. Oh, look, Cliff, the judges are trying the the appetizers. Oh. Oh, oh they, they hate the sheep, I mean, the sheep farmer's appetizer. Yeah, Ooh, yeah. Yeah, I don't blame them. That looked terrible with the fish heads on there. Oh, I know. Oh, and who is this other person? They're, they're like dressed like a ballerina. They're in a tutu. They oh, that's looks the, like dancing, the dancing cook. Oh, that's da- oh, okay. Well, no wonder she made, oh, what is that? Some sort of bean paste or something with like anchovies an on top. I don't know. Ooh. Yeah, it's an etouffee well, they, maybe. They're looking like it's okay. They, they can yeah. palate it. Oh, oh, look, they're loving Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Trends. I knew it. I knew it. Oh, look, that one judge, they've already cleaned their plate. They loved it all. Oh, there's no more. Sorry. Oh, look, well, she's won this round. She's won this round, Cliff. She's moving on to the entree phase. Oh, good. Oh, and they're sending the sheep farmer home. Ooh, well, uh, I'll try some of that soup <laughs> if, they, if they hated it because I am starving. I don't know, Kendall. That, look, that soup looks like... What's in the bottom of the dumpster that you will not eat out of? Yeah, but it didn't come out of the dumpster, so. Uh, Let you know. That did. Uh. (laughs) Oh, Cliff, do we have time for another one on the countdown before we go to break? Kendall, Kendall, let's do it. Let's do number six. Number six on the countdown. All right, Uh. let's see. I'm just going to go with this one. You're not going to like it. Uh. Uh, you'll probably like it, but it, no, it's there's probably other ones that could be number six. I'm sorry, there's a lot of talk. I'm just going to say it. Cliff, number six on the countdown, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Oh, ho, ho, ho. didn't you love it? Indiana Jones is on the quest of a lifetime. <laughs> but for some adventures, one Jones is not enough. Dad? Junior, don't call me that, please. Follow me, I know the way. Ah! A race across three continents. And in this sort of race, there's no silver medal for finishing second. I mean, what's not to love? You got Harrison Ford, you got Sean Connery, you got the Holy Grail, for God's sake. You got it all. Uh, Yeah, I don't know. When I watched all of them recently... I don't know which was my favorite sequel. I, I used to hate the Temple of Doom because I yeah. hated that kid. Yeah. But I didn't hate him as much this time. Yeah, I didn't. Uh, that one kind of scared me a little bit, but I did. I didn't like. It was one of my least favorite. Yeah, but I really, I really did like it somehow this time. And then I like the Crystal Skull. Call me crazy. Oh, I love the Crystal Skull. I watched. I it thought it was great. I want more Shia LaBeouf in everything. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so I don't know. And I, I did like The Last Crusade. It was great. What stood out about it to you other than the things you've already mentioned? Well, hang on, Dad, we're going in. Into the homeland of the enemy. Nazis. I hate these guys. Our situation has not improved. It is search for the Holy Grail. 
God. I, and I don't know uh, really why it has become like one of my. It really, I think of all the Indiana Jones ones, even can, even the first one, the Raiders of the Lost Ark. It is like my favorite one, and I, I, I think it is just because the um, the fun banter between Sean Connery and Harrison Ford. I love that he was like Junior, Junior. He was like, I said, don't call me Junior. I just, I loved it as a kid. I thought it was great comedy gold. And it just took you all over the place. And I don't know. I just loved it. I loved the, when they were out with the seagulls and he like had the umbrella like shooing them away. And it, it just like was really slapsticky to me in, in some ways. And I, I thought it brought a lot of humor to the, to the series. I think you loved it because of the father-son relationship and the cats in the cradle oh, and the silver spoon somebody called dr blathers boy blue and the man on the moon when you're coming home dad i don't know when we'll, we'll get, get together, together then, then. son you know have a good time then. then i think you cracked the case cliff it's a case it's all about my daddy issues cracked. <laughs> <laughs> you call this archaeology The quest for the grail is not archaeology. It's a race against evil. Germany has declared war on the Jones boys. Those people are trying to kill us. I know, Dad! It's a new experience for me. Happens to me all the time. Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Have the adventure of your life. Keeping up with the Joneses. Case crack. All right. Oh, this is. Uh, we've got to get over there. I want to talk to them while we're in the. They're in this commercial break, so we need to take a commercial oh, yeah. break ourselves. Okay, we got to sync it up. We'll be back. Back. Uh, all right. I believe in miracles, and I believe Cliff and Kindle will be right back after this. At last, the perfect album for the holidays. All the excitement of the world's favorite melodies, like you've never heard them before. This is the album. This is Hooked on Classics. Lewis Clark conducts the Royal Philharmonic like you've never heard them before. Hooked on Classics. The excitement is on RCA Records and Tapes. Earth is dead, so you might as well keep listening to Cliff and Kendall Coast to Coast. Too hot to handle, too cold to hold. They called the Ghostbusters and the end control. Had a throwing party for a bunch of children. Well, all the while, the slime was under the building. So they packed up and grew, got a grip, came equipped, grabbed their proton packs off the back, then they split. Find out about Vigo, the master of evil. Try to battle my boys? That's not legal. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. <laughs> Welcome back. That's wonderful, dear. Oh, bravo, boys. Oh, 
Thank you. We're, we've gotten pretty good at it. Over well, here. bravo to YouTube because yes. it looked to me. Now I know they don't say it, but I feel like you guys must have won the appetizer well, round. Dear, you know the judges are off getting their makeup done, but but they did have quite a lot of wonderful things to say about us. Oh <laughs> yes, they really loved your use of mayonnaise, sugar lump. Oh, well, dear, I couldn't have done it without your whipping of the mayonnaise. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh well, yeah, you were doing some wonderful whipping over there. I saw it. It was. It was great. I was moved. And so since you guys are in here, we better get started because, I, you know, I don't know they're going to get once their yeah. makeup is done, you guys will have to go back to the set. But let's let's do hot subjects. OK, how about that? <laughs> oh, goodness. I don't know if my makeup can handle it for oh, the show. Nothing too controversial, boys. I don't no, want to get upset no. and then have to go cook. No, we'll keep it. Keep it clean and calm so you can get back to cooking here in just a minute. So Good plan. Uh, Cliff, you want to start us out? Do you have a good hot subject? Hot subjects. Well, of course. Now, I know we want to keep it calm, but in the same thing, I can't really believe we're even talking about this on the air. Oh, there was an Italian art museum, and they said an Austrian tourist has come forward to apologize after damaging a 19th century sculpture while posing for a photo. Oh, blasphemy. Oh, terrible. For the art community, Bob. Well, the Museo Antonio Canovo in Passagno, Italy, <laughs> shared security camera I'm sure footage. that's how you pronounce it. <laughs> I looked it up. They were they showed the man sit, sitting on Antonio Canova's 216-year-old plaster sculpture of Pauline Bonaparte, Napoleon's sister. The Roman, and she was dressed as the Roman goddess of love. And this big fat tub of lard, this big cliff and candle, he just sat right on it and broke off three of the sculpture's toes. You sure his name wasn't Charles de, Ga de Contractor? <laughs> it was maybe it was Charles de Gaulle, like you almost said. <laughs> but the tourist was not initially identified, Charles de Gaulle or Charles de Contractor. <laughs> But the museum said he's now contacted officials to apologize. He claimed he was unaware of the damage. Do you guys think he really was unaware? Or I think, like anybody, he'd be like, Oh, sugar, I just broke three toes off of a 200-year-old sculpture. I'm going to tail it out of here. Uh, yeah, he. Pr I think he was just like, uh, move on, try to run. Oh, no, dear people, people are not that terrible. I'm sure he did. it was just a misunderstanding. He didn't see it. I mean, he shouldn't have been sitting on it in the well, first place. Well, of course not. But he probably had something else on his mind, boys. Probably his uh, family or praying for his country or something like see, that. this is why you let Charles get away with way too much. Oh, Kendall. <laughs> you, you're giving him way too much benefit of the doubt. Listen to Judge Judy, everybody, over here. Oh, give me the gavel. Let's yeah. move on. Give me the gavel. <laughs> That's Kendall's new catchphrase. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to have a spinoff show. Judge Kendall, give me the gavel. All right. Now, I think this all happened in light of our our last episode. I really do. Fizzy Fried Foods. They've started a new special in light of uh, what many have called setbacks in ordering. Uh, it seems that it's very hard to get a lot of things shipped in these days with all that's going on. So they have a few new menu items. Fried rice snacks, which is just a basket of fried rice stalks. Oh, that sounds wonderful. Uh, they... They also have fried moths that they catch right outside their establishment around the lights. Uh, and the owner says, 
you got to do what you got to do in these tough times, and people will eat anything if you deep fry it. Oh, what do you think? <laughs> that upsets my bowels just hearing about it, boys. Now, the, the rye stalks, that does sound quite nutritious. You know, I've, I've spoken of the many benefits of rye before. <laughs> I don't know, a little bit too rough of roughage for me, dear. Well, no, not with the rye, dear. That's good. I told you, you need a little bit more fiber for your bowels, dear. All right, all right. Here, I've got another one over here. And this is one I really, you know, you better sit down. Or just keep sitting, since you're already sitting. All right, oh, Goodness, everybody. dear, do you think we can handle it? <laughs> Hurry it up, boys. I think we're about to start shooting again. All right, well, a naked sunbather was seen chasing a wild boar through a park after it stole his laptop bag. Oh, no. <laughs> it's true. Amusing <laughs> photographs from Germany show the man running after the animal to try and claim the plastic bag back. But the cheeky boar and its two piglets appear to be too quick for the sunbather, who can't keep up with their speedy little trotters, claims the mirror. As the incident unfolds, groups of friends and family sat on the grass to watch and laugh as the nude man chased after the boar. Oh, dear, why was he nude bathing in the first place? Well, if this was a place where there are a lot of places where they're allowed to sunbathe, Naked. This was, uh, unfortunately for us all, this was a rather Cliff and Kendall-looking gentleman. Not not your Tom Cruise or oh, anything. They're allowed and appropriate are two separate things. Oh, I'll be oh. praying for all concerned tonight, boys. Oh, I, I think I will be too. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, I told you it was hot. I never claimed it was not. Well, that's true. It was hot, all right. Now, Cliff, since that was one of my hot subjects, because oh. <laughs> we both were like, ooh, nude sunbather, this is a good one. Uh, I'm going to move uh, uh, on to my last one I got for you. Um, now, this is this is real hot, and I'm not even I'm not even going to tell you it's not. It is really hot, so you might <laughs> prepare yourself. Pre-rinsing your dishes before you put them in the dishwasher may actually do more harm than good. I have, have always said oh, this, no. and I no. have always refused the pre-rinse. <laughs> They've done a new study, and it turns out that when you pre-wash your dishes, it fools the sensor into thinking there's nothing on the plates, and it does a really light wash. So you're actually not getting those dishes clean, and you know that is a big problem. Oh, dear, you know, I always say wash them by hand. It's the old-fashioned way, and it gets them nice and clean. Oh, I don't know what you're talking about, because I stopped listening when you said it was going to be <laughs> very hot. I wanted to make sure I would be able to focus on our next round, Sugar Lump. Oh, oh. Oh, I think that was a very appropriate thing to do, Daphne. Now, it, I'm sorry, boys, but you have to excuse us. They're coming back from makeup. We better get over there and see what the mystery ingredient for the entree is. Oh, I hope it's something good like beef. Oh, that would be wonderful, dear. You know, my beef Wellington recipe is a wonderful thing. Oh, oh, I love it. Oh, look at him go. Oh, I can't wait to see what they're gonna gonna have to make with next. <laughs> what <a laughs> concept, I know. What a concept. Glyph, but we've arrived at number five oh, of our countdown. Sugar. <laughs> Oh, and, it, and, and sugar is not the Mr. Creepy. <laughs> Too bad. <laughs> All right, Kendall, number five. 
Yes, number five. <gasps> Do you know what makes a sequel better than the rest of them all? Well, I would say putting Cliff and Kendall in it, but we are not in them, so what? If it stars Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh, of course. That would have been the second guess. Of course. Now, Jake does not do many sequels. We know he's a very serious actor and only does very <laughs> good, you know, Oscar-worthy but snubbed yep. kind of movies usually. But one year, a couple of years ago, he just took time off to have some fun. And wouldn't you know, it made billions of dollars at the box office. <laughs> it was Jake Gyllenhaal in Spider-Man. Far from home, number oh, five. Yes, Spider-Man. Far from home. Well, I should have known you would have a Jake Gyllenhaal movie in there. You should have known. Spider-Man does whatever a spider can. Spins a web. It is excellent because he plays a very mysterious character named Mysterio. And he befriends Spider-Man, but oh, does he also have an ulterior motive? I don't know. You gotta watch the movie to find <laughs> out. I don't know. Keep up the good work because I am going on vacation. Heads up, Nick Fury's calling you. I don't really want to talk to Nick Answer Fury. The phone. Why? Because if you don't talk to him, then I have to talk to him. I don't want to talk to him. But it truly is the greatest Marvel movie ever made. And it's just very fun. It's, I think I told you before, it's like Spider-Man's European vacation with Jake Gyllenhaal. It's, it's very <laughs> lighthearted, lots of fun. Jake is obviously having a great time. Um, there are rumors, please Lord, that he might even have his own spin-off movie where he is Mysterio, a full movie Ooh. of Mysterio. Oh, I don't have enough poster space on the wall if that comes true. <laughs> We're going to need a bigger wall. We're going to need a bigger wall, baby. But number five, Spider-Man, Far From Home. You probably haven't seen it, but you better put it on your effing list. What do you want, Peter? I want to go back on my trip with the girl who I really like and tell her how I feel. MJ, I am Spider-Man. No, of course I'm not. And who it also stars Jack. You, have you seen it? I've seen it. Oh! It was great. Oh, ye of little faith? I had little faith. I had no faith. I was little to no faith. <laughs> See, that would be your superhero character. No faith. No faith. Because <laughs> I have no faith in anybody. All right, but you have seen uh, it, and you also give it four stars. Four, five stars. Five but stars. I, Don't skimp. I loved it. It was great. It was great. It was great. Um, and I will I will watch the sequel if they come out with it. <gasps> oh, my God. Did you see they are opening their basket? And the first thing Ooh. they pulled out is a big canister of Pringles. Oh, I love it. I I could cook with those. I have cooked with those. Oh, Wait, and then the what? next thing. <gasps> the, second, uh, the second thing is flamingo tongue. Ugh. Oh, and what is it? Squid ink? Ugh. Oh, just in a jar like that. What are they going to do? Oh, and the last one, a box of shells and cheese. Oh, see, now I could ace this one. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, which, did you see they've remarketed Kraft uh, mac and cheese as breakfast food? Because so many people were making it during quarantine. Yeah, it's like, now for breakfast for busy parents. Oh, my God. Which, nobody needed to market it to me to have mac and cheese for breakfast. I did that for years. Have you ever really had it for breakfast? I've had it for every meal. For every even meal. Even the, the mid 
dinner, breakfast, uh, 2 a.m. meal. I've done, oh, I used to... Susan said when she first met me, all I ate was macaroni and cheese and hamburgers. She said... She said, "You." She said, "Kendall, I love you, but you disgusted me when you would make a huge, huge, like five-gallon <laughs> bucket of mac and cheese and just eat that for dinner." And I thought that that is like the best dinner there is. That sounds so good right now. Oh, oh, I just made so much of it, and just and she. I guess she thought I was making something for me and her, and I was like, "What are you gonna eat?" <laughs> <laughs> oh, what, Mister? Oh, that is not. What is he doing? He's drinking that squid ink. Oh, no, that's not coffee. It's not iced coffee. No, maybe he's just tasting it to see if it'll be good in a souffle or something. Oh, he's making a face. Uh oh. Oh, now he's Uh-oh. bending over. Oh, oh. Oh, that looks like squid ink coming out the other end now. <laughs> oh, right there on the floor Ooh. of the kitchen floor. Oh God. Oh, uh, clean up. I'll too. Uh oh. The producers are saying he's going to have to sit out the rest of the show because oh, of the bowel attack. Commercial. They're oh, going to commercial. Shit. Oh, he's really messed up now. Oh no. What are they going to do, Cliff? I don't know, but they're coming over here to discuss it with us. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Did you see what happened here? Oh, I had a terrible oh, bowel attack. I was trying to drink some of that squid ink. I thought it was soy sauce. Oh, dear, I don't know why you were drinking soy sauce to begin with, but oh, your poor bowels. I'd forgotten what flavor it had, and I wanted to be able to assist you and give you pointers, dear. Well, that, that was a smart thing to do. But yeah. so now, are you out of the competition now, the two of you? Oh. Oh, no, dear, they said that Mr. Snodbottom could not continue due to his, his bowel attack, but I have to have a stand-in to take his place. I don't know. Well, we're both doing a show over here. Yeah. And Crockpot is back at the motel with the kids. Unfortunately, we were thinking the only person that could do it is Charles the Contractor. He's over there behind the scenes waiting. Oh, that's, oh. he's over there vaping in the corner. You're you're gonna get Charles the contractor to help you cook. Oh, he's oh, well, yes, our dear, only he's... hope, boys. Well, uh, you're gonna get him a hairnet or something. What? <laughs> get him a change of clothes or something before you put him on television. Uh, maybe wrap the an extra apron around the back to cover the butt crack. Oh, oh, I wonder if Costumes has a nice new suit he could wear or something. Oh, I also would like some new pants. Let's go to oh. the costume department. Yes, dear. Excuse me, Costumes. Excuse we, me. We could use always a few pair here. of pants, dear. Oh, oh my gosh. Well, we're, they're definitely going to lose now. I don't know. Maybe Charles has a really good squid ink recipe. We don't know. Oh, well, no. <laughs> Who am I kidding? He doesn't. Um... I don't even want. I can't even go there. I can't even think about it. But clip, but, clip, but, clip, but, clip, clip, clip. Moving right along on our list. Oh. Oh, or is it time to move on? Or should we do something else? We, I think we so should go to, to number four. Let's go to number four. All right, number four. You were now, right. This one. Oh, say that again, Cliff. I love hearing it. Number four. This really should be. On up there, at least number two, but I've only got two to get in, and I need to make sure that we get this in, and I want to make sure that I save space for number two. So, number four, one of my favorite all-time sequels ever made, and possibly better than the original, Back to the Future 2. Do you remember the future? Oh my Don't God! Don't you love it, Cliff? Kendall? We have got to stop Biff from using the sports almanac. We do. We do. Oh, we do. We don't want to jut into an alternate timeline. 
No, we sure don't. Like it looks like the world has, I think Biff is running everything these days. Uh, Kendall, don't even bring up the Biffs of the world. <laughs> and I mean, we're definitely something... You butthead. Something <laughs> has been wrong. I do look forward to the day when I wake up in the morning and my, my body doesn't just start rejecting reality. Back to the Future too. So, great! You've got to come back with me! Where? Back to the Future! Are we back? We're back. What do you mean we're in the future? October 21st, 2015! Marty, we're going to be able to see our wedding! Wow. The future. I gotta check this out, Doc. Look what happens to your son. He's a complete wimp. Don't talk to anyone. You've been looking. Hey, look. Don't touch anything. I need to borrow your hoverboard. Come on, come on, come on. The, oh, the, the wonderful thought of what 2015 was supposed to be like. <gasps> with flying cars and everybody was like, wonderful and they had Jaws 19 was coming out in theaters it was great Don't and I really you. do think somebody went back in time with a sports almanac and fucked up everything <laughs> it's it is fucked up don't you just want to weep that it was five years ago oh Cliff I weep the entire day I weep the entire damn day and I hated it and ever since it's passed uh, I'm like, I can't watch Back to the Future because they're like, we're going to the future. I'm like, no, you're going to the fucking past. Now, the time continuum has been disrupted, creating an alternate 1985. There have been a few changes. It's like we're in hell or something. No, it's Hill Valley, although I can't imagine hell being much worse. But they'll all be back. Eat lead slackers! Biff? Hello? Hello, anybody home? Why they can't be you? You're so big. Michael J. Fox. Christopher Lloyd. Michael J. Fox. More like a couple of teenagers, you know? And Michael J. Fox. Mom, is that you? Steven Spielberg presents a Robert Zemeckis film, Back to the Future. Gotta get back in time. Part 2. Coming November 22nd to theaters everywhere. Uh, <laughs> but I love so it. Old. I want... The Domino's Pizza, however you... What, what do you make it with, a powder or something? Yeah, uh, no, rehydrate. You right. Rehydrate the pizza, yeah. Which, uh, speaking of, my microwave just died yesterday. Oh. I'd, I'd run it to death, and so now I've got to go buy a new microwave. Terrible. Yeah, but that's neither here nor there. Back to the Future 2, another Christopher Lloyd, wonderful, great movie. Doc is one of my all-time favorite characters, and Christopher Lloyd's on cameo now. So if any of the listeners wanted to get me a Chris, I mean a birthday or Christmas present, just go ahead and get Christopher Lloyd to call me up and tell me hello. I know there's a lot of people on cameo. Oh, I know, yeah. but he was the one I was waiting for. Oh, I don't care about okay. anybody else. He's my Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I love him. He's great. And yes, Back to the Future. Who? Back to the Future Two. 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 All right, Kendall. Number three. Yes. Holy moly. Holy shnikes, Batman. He went away, but then he returned. Batman returns. Batman returns. Oh, yeah. I've been down here, 
about a sequel coming to the theaters. <laughs> Maybe, I don't know. But it was so good. Never, I would say for sure, never have I been more chilled, thrilled, and fulfilled by any sequel that's ever come out. Now, it's which so one, good. Which one had the penguin This in one. It? Okay, that's what I thought. That's why you loved it, because it was a character after your own heart. I, well, I wish that this was a fucking awful zoom meeting so i could share with the listeners i could share my screen and show my halloween costume from the year 1992 where i was the penguin where i wore a coat that my grandmother had made out of an old uh graduation gown and a dyed bathroom rug and I looked just oh. like the penguin. Clip, I thought you were wearing it now. No. <laughs> I'm, now I'm just using this bathroom rug for warmth over here oh, in this okay. cold corner of this TV studio. I keep it so cold. But no, Batman Returns has got Batman. He returned, of course. But the, he's not center stage. Who's center <laughs> stage? Catwoman. From the rooftops of Gotham, the perfect enemy comes to life. And the only one who can save this city is a creature of the night. It's hell here. Life's a bitch, and now so am I. Selena Kyle. I want to go back and watch the Batman movies. I, I'm putting that on my list of to-dos uh, for this week. Well, they were my ultimate obsession as uh, however old were. we were. Batman, Which, and then ba- I had the posters. I wish I had now. They'd be worth millions, the full posters <laughs> that I bought at Walmart of Catwoman, Michelle Pfeiffer. And I had the movie poster, Danny DeVito. Both of them, Michelle Pfeiffer, Danny DeVito, yeah. should have won Oscars. For Batman well, Returns. You see, Cliff, the, there are so few things from our childhood where we diverged and didn't love the same things. And I know Batman is one of your things. And the only reason I didn't is because I really was i was not into like superheroes of any kind. And I had no idea the fun of that movie. I didn't understand that it was like fun as well. I thought it was just, oh, it's superheroes, like boring. I didn't, I didn't know the greatness of it until years later. But I, know. I did know that would be on your list. My dear penguins, thanks to Batman, the time has come to punish all of them. Well, see, Batman and Batman Returns, you all, you, you have to love them because Tim Burton in the prime. Yeah. In his yeah. prime. Well, and I didn't even really those. know at first that he directed those until, again, like, Years later, I think, when you were talking about how great Batman was, and I was like, maybe I should go look at this. And I was like, Tim Burton directed this? Like, I didn't know. Yeah, there's nothing better than Jack Nicholson as the Joker 
or yeah. Catwoman and Penguin from Batman Returns. And also, the great thing about Batman Returns, I would be remiss to not say it, is it really is set around Christmas, and you can watch it every Christmas like I do. There you go. Um, well, Cliff, oh, look, 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 Charles has stepped into the spot, and they are coming back from break. Oh, my God. This is going to be a disaster. Oh, it looks like they're making some sort of, like, uh, squid ink taco with a roux-moulade roux, roux, roux sauce. <laughs> and they're, they've got the, um, the Pringles they're crushing up, but on top. That, that, now, that looks pretty good. I don't know about the flamingo tongue, but... Uh, what they they got to use the crushed up Pringles to batter and fry the flamingo tongue. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Now, Charles, stop eating all the Pringles. Oh, oh God. <laughs> Well, he's got dust all over his face. Pringles dust. Oh, well. Well, we'd have done the same thing. They had a good run. Well, Cliff, I think before we get into our top two, which are really something special. Oh. It's time to fill in something. Fill in this blank. (laughs) Fill in this blank. Oh, Cliff, fill in this blank. Fill it. If life were predictable, it would cease to be life. And be without blank, said Eleanor Roosevelt. Be without... Oh, no, wrong. (laughs) No, it wasn't that? No. Uh, What was it? Flavor. Flavor. Yes, in honor of this uh, Chopped episode right here, Flavor. Oh, take us to Flavor Town. All right. (laughs) All of my quotes today that you're going to fill in the blanks, these are all Robin Williams quotes. I just oh, I just okay. felt like doing that today. Nanu Nanu. Nanu Nanu is Nanu not one nanu, of them. Nanu. <laughs> Kendall, cocaine is God's way of telling you you are making too much blank. Sense. No. Money. <laughs> oh, money. Yeah. Don't tell well, me you sense. meant dollars and cents. I did. Don't I try meant that sense. Bullshit. <laughs> you know me too well. All right, uh, Cliff. <clears throat> It is during our blank moments that we must focus to see the light. Our Aristotle's dark moments. Our darkest, but oh. yes, I will give it to you. Give it's it dark. to me. <laughs> All right, Kendall. Spring is nature's way of saying let's blank party. Party? How did you know? <laughs> I don't know because I love spring. I love it, and it's just a party. It is. But life is a long lesson in blank. In humility. Yes, you knew it. J.M. Barry. All right. How did you know? I knew. I once made a great art film called Eggs. And oh, yes. It had many, many inspirational quotes. <laughs> and that was one. Kendall, this is another inspirational quote, not in my egg movie. This one says, reality is just a crutch for people who can't cope with blank. Life. No, drugs. Oh, (laughs) sense. (laughs) You know, Robin Williams, he was just funning around. He was. Well, I got one more for you. All right. A successful man is one who can lay a firm foundation with the bricks others have thrown at. I just said the blank, so I'm going to give it to you. Oh! <laughs> I, I had a blank, and I read the actual word. I just put it in there. Well, bricks. There you go, Kendall. Good job, Cliff. You're shitting bricks over there. <laughs> Sorry, shitting rocks. Sitting rocks. Don't say that. 
<laughs> okay, Kendall. Oh, look. They've judged their entree, and they loved what Charles the Contractor did with the flamingo tongue. I don't believe it. What did he do with it? He sautéed it in squid ink, and they loved oh. it. Who knew? All right, with some Pringles on the side. But they're loving that. They're scooping it up well, with so, the Pringles. Wait, are they the winners? They're the winners of the... They got one more round left, the dessert oh, round. Oh. oh, dessert? Oh, my favorite. What? Well, okay, what, what's... Are they going to have the mystery ingredient for dessert? I guess so. Well, oh, there they go. They're going over to the basket now. Oh. Ugh, chicken feet. Chicken feet. Oh, and pig's I, feet. Oh, a lot of feet in this one. A lot of feet. Oh, but then, oh, strawberry quick. Oh, and, oh, honey. Now there's something, yeah. All right, good luck, guys. Oh, I'm loving this. Oh, this Charles, is is, Charles is running to the ice cream machine with those pig's oh, feet. He, why, why is he, he just started up a chainsaw? I what are you doing with that chainsaw? Uh, he'll, you know, different strokes for different folks. Okay. All right. Uh, all right, Cliff, we got to get on to our final two on the countdown. Number... Final. Two. <gasps> now, Cliff. Yeah. I do want to preface this by saying uh-huh. this would be number one if I had uh, drawn the other straw of that co- space coin flip. But as it lies, it's number two. And that is Christmas Vacation. It's the season to be jolly. la 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 After vacationing across America and throughout Europe. Take it, Russ. This holiday season, the Griswolds are going to play it safe. Clark, we're stuck under a truck! Oops. They're staying at home. I give you the Griswold family Christmas tree. Hope you're not getting sap all over it's your sweat, Clark. Christmas vacation! Let's all deck the halls and light the lights. Get a cozy fire burning bright. Do you Kendall, agree? I think that this selection is the best selection since Bing Crosby was tap dancing tap with dancing. Danny with fucking K. <laughs> I agree. And this Christmas. Hallelujah, holy shit. When Santa squeezes his fat white ass down our chimney, we're going to have the happiest Christmas ever because we're Cliff and Kendall, and that's just what we He's going to find the big two fattest. Nut ha- nuts the size of another house, or whatever. Where do you think you're going? Nobody's leaving. Nobody's walking out on this fun, old-fashioned family Christmas. No, no, we're all in this together. This is a full-blown four-alarm holiday emergency here. We're gonna press on, and we're gonna have the hap, hap, happiest Christmas since Bing Crosby tap dance with Danny fucking K. And when Santa squeezes his fat white ass down that chimney night, he's gonna find the jolliest bunch of assholes this side of the nut house. You're goofy. Don't piss me off, Art. Clark? It's over. Not according to Santa's watch, it isn't. Now, come on, son. Stay out of this, Dad. Clark, I think it's best if everyone just goes home before things get worse. Worse? How could they get any worse? Take a look around you, Ellen. We're at the threshold of hell. (laughs) Chris's Vacation is not only the best sequel, but is, is right up there with one of the best movies of all time. It... It is just wonderful. I could watch it all year round, uh, although I try to save it for Christmas. I watch it five or six times in a Christmas season. It's just so wonderful. Everything about it. I love the Christmas. I love the Chevy Chase of it. I love the humor, the comedy, 
the Julia Louise Dreyfus is in it. It's just there's so many great people. It's all it's wonderful. If Santa is smart, he'll stay well clear of this joint. It's a death trap. Then Christmas with the Griswolds. Everybody, come out quick! Look at the lights. They want you to say grace. <laughs> Pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. This year, let Chevy Chase light up your holidays. <laughs> National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. That thing had nine lives. She just spent them all. <laughs> you woo crack up. <laughs> oh, what a wonderful movie! What a wonderful. I don't know movie. how we're going to top that one. Well, Kendall, we're going to top it. So just stop it. The only right. only way that we can top it is I do I know I said the rules were there can be no ties and there can be nothing but one from every franchise but I'm like Laverne and Charlie baby give me any rule and I'll break it number one You're a big old liar yes number one I'm a big old liar I also faked this coin toss because I knew I had to have number one <laughs> so. Number one, it is a tie. These are the seven best sequels ever. And you are going to start agreeing with me and shaking your head right away. Okay? Here we Uh go. All tied for number one. You got The Great Muppet Caper, The Muppets Take Manhattan, The Muppet Christmas Carol, The Muppet Treasure Island, Muppets from Space, Simply the Muppets from 2011, and yes. most recently Muppets Most Wanted. They're doing a sequel, Kendall, and technically and it's the technically seventh. Technically, it's the seventh sequel of our to their original, original motion, motion picture. picture. We're doing a sequel. That's what we do in Hollywood, and everybody knows that the sequel's never quite as good. A sequel, another feature attraction. Places, please. Light the lights. Roll camera. Action! I thought it was the end, but no, my friends. This is when we get to do it all again. Do it all again. Until the credits roll, we got another go to show them we can do it all again. We're doing a sequel. There's no need to disguise. The studio considers us a playable franchise. Couldn't agree more, and uh, even though you lied and you fibbed <laughs> and you broke all the rules, I lied and cheated I, to get here, but it was all worth it. And and I know why you did because you were afraid <laughs> I was going to do the same damn thing. And I, since I didn't have number one, I was going to do it earlier in the countdown. But you uh, are correct, and that's the only thing that could top Christmas Vacation. We're doing a sequel. Let's give it a go. With Hollywood stars And more one-liner cameos We're doing a sequel I don't mean to be a stickler But this is the seventh sequel To our original motion picture We're doing a sequel Let's give it a shot All we need now Is a half-decent plot Now that we've gotten all the ten down I think it's time to read our top, our five that we thought the other person would pick, and see how right or wrong we were. All right, let let's see who want. Do you want to flip a real space coin? See who goes first. No, you'll just cheat anyway. Oh, I'll right. go first. Okay. 
So I am very proud to say I got four out of five. Whoa! Yes, and I the only reason I I don't I don't even know why I picked this other one, but I wanted to include it in my list and I didn't because I got scared with time and I had to mix them all in. But I did have Batman Returns because I knew that was going to make it on there. <laughs> um, I had Adam's Family Values. Whoa! I knew that one was great, and I knew you were going to have it. Return to Oz, which I was really scared about that you wouldn't have, but I'm so glad you had it on there. Then I picked Ghostbusters 2, which is the one I missed. Oh, awesome. Although it's a great sequel, and we did mention it. And the last one that I knew you were going to have on there, which even though you cheated, I put The Great Muppet Caper because I thought Uh that was the first sequel to the movie. And I thought you picked that one. But yet, so technically, I got that one too since you cheated. So there you go. Excellent job and yes i did love what was the one that you said ghostbusters, ghostbusters yeah. too with janos definitely that's in the honorable mention category mm-hmm. all right well i got shamefully i got three out of five okay Ooh, so you, you got more beat you on something mm. oh except for that i won't never right. beat you the ones i guess and, and like i said four and five i really did not think but i couldn't think of what uh-huh Exactly, you would say. So I thought I thought maybe you'd pull out some Pixar. So I thought maybe a Toy Story. Or... And I almost put that on yours, not knowing. Yeah. <laughs> and then I thought maybe, I don't know, I thought maybe you would say like The Lost World for Jurassic Park. I didn't know. Uh-huh. So, but those I got wrong, the three I got correct were Christmas Vacation, mm-hmm. Back to the Future 2, and I, when I wrote down Indiana Jones, I failed to specify one. But I said an Indiana Jones, and well, that's I got okay. that right. Since you cheated on other things, I'll give you that one, too. <laughs> um, which I did. Lost World was on my original list. Mm-hmm. And uh, Monsters University was on my list. So oh, yeah. You, see? Almost so we, we do both know each other very well. Yes. Other honorable mentions, of course. Uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, the one that has Roseanne in it. Oh, uh, uh-huh. The very Brady sequel. It was, uh, killed me oh, to leave off yeah. the list. Uh, Look Who's Talking 2. Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. Mm-hmm. And uh, Bride of Frankenstein, Bride of Chucky, and uh, Halloween 2 and 3. Yes. All right, Cliff, that was a great honorable mention list. I have a few of my own right. that didn't make it. Um, of course, we did talk about Jurassic Park Lost World. Uh, I really loved Mary Poppins Returns. I thought that was a great one. Um, uh, Men uh, in Black uh, 2, uh-huh. 3, 4, all of them love them. Um, 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 Smoking the Bandit 2, oh, that I, was one that was hard to leave off. I almost thought you would say that one, yeah. Yep. Uh, Terminator 2. <laughs> uh, Austin Powers, The Spy Who Shagged Me. <laughs> And Star Trek for the voyage home. Oh. The whales, you know, I love it. You know, we love them, Hollywood. Thank you for your sequels. Thank you for your devotion to the fans. Oh, thank you for devotion. Now it looks like over there they have they're being judged on their dessert. And Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Churn and Charles, they made a strawberry pig's foot ice cream and this sort of like wafer cookie thing made out of ground chicken's feet and honey to go with it. Oh, let's see what Ooh. the judges like it. Ooh, they're not That guy's liking it. Yeah, all right. they're not spitting it out or anything, so Ooh, oh, I think looks like they're smiling big cliff. I think they're liking it. I think they're liking it. All right. Well, I hope so cuz I hope Mrs. Potterbutterbutter's charity wins. Oh, I do too. Well, uh, are they about to announce the winner? 
Oh. Oh. oh, God, look at that long drum roll. I know. Oh, I hope Mr. Snotbottom doesn't have another barrel attack just waiting right now. Oh, he's he's looking all stressed. <gasps> oh, my God, she, of course she won. Oh. Look at, she is so wonderful. She is going to get all that money for Black Lives Matter. Look, oh, oh, and now they're telling Charles that he doesn't get to keep the prize money. Oh, no. Oh, see, I knew he, he was playing under false pretenses. All right, well, he's just, oh, now he's eating the rest of the ice cream out of the ice cream machine. <laughs> so... It's okay. Oh, well. It's fine. All right. Well, that was a wonderful show. I can't wait to see it on television when they cut it all together. I hope so. I hope so. So, well, Kendall, this has been an excellent show. Someday maybe we'll do a sequel to this episode. Oh, and then, well, that'll make the countdown of the top sequels of all time. Absolutely. All right. Well, oh, this has been such a long episode. I'm Kendall. I'm Cliff, and I congratulate you on winning today's show, Kendall. Oh, and I congratulate you for being here, Cliff. <laughs> All right, I accept. We'll I see accept. you next week. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Cliff and Kindle Coast to Coast. Binge listen to more episodes at cliffandkindle.podbean.com. Oh, there are bugs. And there are lice. Sure, we have our little problems, but you'll never beat the price. You got every kind of critter. I love it.